This podcast is for parents like you, navigating the world of neurodiversity with love and compassion. I'm a neurodivergent mother of three amazing neurodivergent children and a board-certified music therapist. Our mission is to create a supportive space where you feel understood, connected, and inspired. With practical tips, strategies, and resources, we'll help you and your child thrive in your unique way. Join us as we dive deep into the diverse world of neurodivergent individuals, exploring topics like ADHD, autism, dyslexia, sensory processing challenges, and more. We'll cover it all to empower, educate, and uplift both neurodivergent individuals and those who walk alongside them. Together, we'll create a world where every brain is valued and celebrated. We're excited to embark on this enlightening journey with you. We are your hosts, Samantha Foote and Lauren Ross, and this is the Every Brain is Different podcast. Welcome to the Every Brain is Different podcast. We are here with Dottie Hancock. And Dottie, we are so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, how are you involved in the neurodivergent community? Well, I do a few things that are kind of interconnected. Um, I am the state director for Idaho Miss Amazing, which is um, a program for girls and women with disabilities ages five through adult. Um, events ins- inspired by pageantry. So if you're familiar with pageants, it's a similar kind of program. Um, I also run a chapter of Darby's Dancers, which is a program that provides dance education for kids with special needs. And um, I'm in the process of um, kind of merging Darby's Dancers with a Special Olympics program as Special Olympics as bringing dance sport back as one of their events that you can compete in. So I'm excited to get that going in Idaho. That is super exciting. I love it. I love that, that they're bringing dance back. (laughs) I was in dance as a child and it was so fun. So I'm glad that they're bringing it back into Special Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they had it ever. So that's super yeah, I, I, it's been a while. I'm not sure how long, but it's been a while since it's been a thing. And so they're trying to get it going again. Well, that's exciting and good luck with getting all that going. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you were involved in a lot of things. Can you tell us your journey, like how you got started in all those different things? Yeah. So I'm actually the parent of a child with special needs. Um, I had a daughter that was born at uh, 24 weeks gestation. She was one pound, five ounces and spent 123 days in the NICU. Wow. During her stay in the NICU, she had a stroke and a stage three brain bleed. So between those things, she does have a, you know, brain injury, um, that affects a lot of things. She um, has been diagnosed with ADHD and um, been put on the autism spectrum. So she's now 18 in her senior year of high school and doing really well. Um, but she will stay with the special ed, you know, special education program till she's 21 and do job training and all those kinds of things. Um, so I have, you know, 18 years of experience of, you know, working with a child with special needs and all the therapies and interventions and all the appointments and all the things you learn along the way. Um, And then my like day job, what I actually do for a living is I own a dance studio. I'm a dance teacher. So I first started by getting involved when with Darby's dancers, when I learned about that program. And then of course my daughter participated in that. And I kind of stumbled across Miss Amazing and, um, 
the state director position came up um, about three years ago. And so I stepped up and took that. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like the evolution of, you know, being a business owner and a parent of a child with special needs and um, just working with those things and how I can be involved in the community that you know, I see the benefits for my child, knowing that it can benefit other kids and families in the community too. Yeah, that, I love it. Um, so you got involved in the Miss Amazing pageant three years ago. And can you tell us a little more about that? Like, how can people get involved? What is it? What exactly do you do as a participant? That's a sure. lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like I think I mentioned that it's for ages five to adults. So at age five, they can participate in the program. And as a participant, they um, do an interview with judges. They do a passion presentation in front of an audience. And that's kind of like what you would think in a traditional sense of um, talent but it doesn't necessarily need to be a talent. They can present anything. They could show a video of them, you know, working with um, maybe therapy dogs, or maybe they're interested in something that they just want to share with the audience. Maybe they like to cook and they can do a presentation on that. Um, so, I mean, the, it's pretty wide open. They just um, get to share something that they're passionate about. So that's why we call it the passion presentation. And then they also um, walk on the stage in evening wear, escorted by who we call a right-hand man. So we have either um, boys and men with special needs that will come and be escorts or men from the community that will volunteer to do that to um, give them a little boost of confidence and have someone to walk on the stage with them. And then um, they have a few moments with the microphone to introduce themselves on stage. So they get a little bit of public speaking experience, um, introduce themselves and a little something special about them that they wanna share. And so that's kind of like all of the elements of the Amplify event that we do each year. And then we do crown a queen or a winner of seven different age categories. And then we send those seven gals on to compete at the national level in the summer. So then they get to go and meet all kinds of new friends from all across the country and um, compete again as the representative for their state. That's so cool. I love it. I love, so it. I love this program so much. Um, so going back to the interview. So I know my daughter is three right now, but if she were five, I, I don't know how well she'd do in an interview. Do like, how would you prepare your children for, or your daughters, I guess, for the interview portion? Like, do they give you the question in advance or what do they do? Cause I know how it sometimes, was in normal pageants and. The- right. Sometimes <laughs> we do send out like a list of sample questions, but most of the questions, I mean, they're going to be geared differently for different age groups, but they might ask her like, what does she like to do? You know, what does she like to play with? Does she have a favorite toy? Um, you know, just anything that she would want to talk about just to gain the confidence of being able to speak to an adult um, is kind of the goal there. And then, of course, when we're dealing with the entire, you know, huge spectrum of special needs, you know, sometimes we have participants that are nonverbal. And so they may have like um, an assisted device that helps them like communicate. So, I mean, the, 
it's pretty wide open. And like I said, there's no like individual expectation. It's each participant is just encouraged to do what they can do. Of course, we're trying to get them to stretch a little bit so that they're growing through that experience. But yeah, it's, it's meeting each child where they're at. That is so great. Cause I know I keep comparing it to normal pageants. Cause I was in pageants when I was younger and there you have to be like perfect. You have to be on point and they don't give you any grace uh, or you just lose, you know, and you feel like a failure. I know I felt like a failure when I lost. And so I love that this, this is more of a community and a bonding experience more than just like a cutthroat competition. Absolutely. I mean, cause one of the goals of the program is for them to like gain community, gain friendships and gain confidence. Um, so that, I mean, that's not what it's about. It's about growing through the experience. I love it. Well, I, I, I guess I'll a few. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I worked with quite a few ladies who participated in this and they loved oh, cool. it and they look forward to it every year. Yes. They love picking out dresses and yes, they, they're so excited about it every time. Yes, we have a lot of things that return year after year after year. Um, and then how you mentioned that, you know, in your experience as I, in, in your youth, that it was a cutthroat thing. Well, in this, you know, instance, yes, we do crown queens, but every participant is crowned a princess. Everybody gets a crown. Everybody gets a trophy. You know, everyone is celebrated. I love that you said everyone is celebrated because... That is not how it is in a lot of different places. So, I mean, I got like, that's how it should be. Everybody should be celebrated for something. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I mean, I got participation trophies when I did pageants, but it wasn't like, you're amazing. You know, it's just like, here, you (laughs) came to this and we have to give you a trophy for coming. (laughs) So um, do you have like different awards within the um like the big you know the big crowning or do you just do like you're the queen and these are the princesses or do you have like different things there are a little i mean the queens do get like representative sashes like you would see in other pageant programs they do get a larger crown um but there are other things that they can um work towards at the national level um because at the national level they do give out um community service awards so the, they encourage the participants to be more involved in the community, you know, put together a service project and they can like keep track of the hours and the things that they did for that. And they can submit that and receive other rewards or awards, I should say, when they attend the national event. That's great. I love that they're doing community awards. Like, yes, just love it. Um, so how can people get involved in the Miss Amazing pageant if they want to be a participant? Sure. So you can actually register to be a participant um, all throughout the year. Um, we do have to cut off registrations for like our upcoming event um, at a certain time. But if you miss that, you can always put in your registration so that you'll be on the list for the next season. Um, so you would just go to missamazing.org to register as a participant. And like I said, it's you know, girls and women with disabilities, ages five through adults. But we also always need volunteers. So um, we need buddies because we need, we like to have a one-on-one buddy with each participant. And so they have a friend through the day to kind of help them through the process. You know, they'll get their hair and makeup done and, you know, get them all ready for, for the show. Um, so we always need buddies for that. Um, 
And if you are not wanting to be a buddy, there's always other things that we need help with. We need helping hands to help, you know, manage the stage for the shows or maybe serve meals at the day of the event or help with the registration table. I mean, there's lots of things that you can help with. Um, and then, of course, we always need sponsors, too. It costs a lot of money to put on this event and the participants are not charged a fee to enter. So it doesn't cost them anything to participate. So we have to rely on the community and fundraisers to cover all the costs of putting on the event. Um, so of course we need monetary sponsors, but we also need sponsors that maybe can donate items. We like to provide goodie bags for all of the participants. So, you know, if you have a business that would want to donate something to put in those bags, that's always awesome. We appreciate that. Um, we work with community partners that provide hair and makeup appointments. Um, there's just lots of different ways that you can get involved. Yeah. I know uh, my company is doing music therapy for the participants yes. in between. Um, I don't know when it's going to be, but I know that my one of my staff came last year or two of my staff came last year and one of them is coming back this year. And he is stoked because he had so much fun just interacting with the with the participants. Yes. And it was a hit. I mean, they loved that class. So after our event last year, we had requests of like, are they going to come back again? So I was like, I will ask. <sighs> Hopefully they can come. So yes, Boise Music Therapy, we appreciate you. And yeah, we loved yeah. The, the classes that we had. Good, good. Yeah. I was just saying that that's maybe a little out of the box thinking of how you could um, sure, volunteer, yeah. you know, donate so services and yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I know your event is in October. So what, what day is it? October 7th is okay. the day of the shows. We actually have three shows that day because we divide them up into different age groups so that we don't have one like giant marathon show that's too long to sit through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be a two o'clock, a four o'clock and a six o'clock. And um, we do sell tickets to the show to help with the costs of that. So yeah. tickets um, will be on sale. Well, they'll already be on sale by the time of this air date. So um, you can find links to that on our um, Idaho Miss Amazing Facebook page. Um, so we'd love to have more community members come and um, see what it's all about. I mean, you're probably going to fall in love with the event the first time that you come. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm so sad I can't go this year, but my nephew's getting married. So well, you know, need to go stuff. support him. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm super excited for my daughter to do it when she gets older. Well, because she loves the dresses and loves all of that and loves she tries to get my makeup and she loves getting her hair done. So I'm just excited. I'm excited yeah. to participate as a mom with a daughter. Yeah. So um, let's talk about some of the other things that you were involved in. So you're involved in Darby's Dancers. Um, can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, so Darby's Dancers is the dance education program. It's also a national nonprofit organization. So there's chapters all over the country. Um, at my studio, uh, I own Dance Arts Academy. We have classes in three different age groups on Saturday mornings. Um, we found that Saturday mornings is a good time for them to come and have their special time to dance because um, they're fresh. It's first thing in the morning. It's not the end of the day where they're tired and worn out from, you know, school and maybe therapy appointments and all the extra things that, you know, kids are doing and families are doing. Um, yeah. So you, if you're interested in that, we start at age three for Darby's dancers and there's um, 
an application form on our website. So danceartsboise.com is the studio website. And there's a Darby's Dancers page that has, you know, the application. Um, I will say that we already have wait lists for a couple of our classes, but we are um, looking to find another instructor to open up some more classes, um, which is exciting, but I hate turning kids away because I know they want to dance and I want them to dance too. So we're doing our best to open up some more classes. We do have openings right now in the youngest age group. So ages three to six, um, we do have immediate openings that they could get started right away. Well, my daughter's probably going to go to that. So I will go <laughs> fill out an application. I just remember things when I was younger. Like I love dancing. I love going to dance class. I'm like, I want that for you. But I have to remember, like for my boys, I was, I loved soccer when I was growing up. And so I put them in soccer and they're like, we hate this. And so I have to remember like as a parent, just, they don't have to like everything that you like, like, yeah, they got to find their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So my oldest son, he's like, I'm just not a running person. I just don't like, running. I hear you. I'm not either. And I'm like, Same. I, I understand, but, um, so he's super into like science and stuff like that. And I was. Cool. I was not into that, but I'm like, okay, let's, we're not doing sports. We'll do science. Yeah. We'll find your activity. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, totally went off on a tangent there, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> eh, yeah, I'll mention with the Darby's program that yeah. all those classes get to perform. Oh, cool. Uh, we're actually looking to, they enjoy performing and they are such a crowd pleaser because it just brings so much joy to everyone when they get to go out on stage and have their moment um, to shine. And, um, we are looking into doing more performances this year with our Darby's program. Of course, that's optional if it's yeah. not something that all the families want to do, but most of them do. And the kids just love it. So, uh, last year they did perform at the down syndrome, down syndrome walk. They performed at festival of trees. And then we do two large um, studio performances, one at holiday time and one in the spring, and they perform at those at well, as well. So we might be looking to do some other things, especially with our new partnership with Special Olympics, that they'll get to do some more things with that too. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I've seen Darby's Dancers before. Uh, I think it was a Festival of Trees. Oh, yeah. um, That's where I've seen and, them. Yeah, great. so... Um, if you heard that running, that's my daughter. I uh, don't know if anyone heard that. Um, but yeah, so the, it was great. I loved watching them and you're right. It just brings joy. They, they just bring joy when they, yeah. when they dance. That's what so. it's all about for us. Yeah. Like, you know, dance should be a joyful thing and it's just extra special to see, you know, the kids with special needs get to do it too. Because I think a lot of times, you know, I don't know, parents are, are nervous about, you know, letting their kids try new, try activities that may be considered mainstream, yeah. but they can do it too. They can do yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, um, I was saying my kids aren't in sports, but then I heard about this football, it's called game changers and yeah. they play football and they have a buddy assigned to, if you need it, they don't have right. to have one, but like my kids will be like, I need a break right now. And so they can just go off the field and it's no big deal. Yeah. Where it, when they were in like typical sports um, leagues, they would be like, you need to get back out there. You need to get back out there. And then they would just fall on the field and start crying. And so yeah. I'm like, well, this isn't for us, but maybe, you know, with the accommodations that can be put in place with other Absolutely. things, 
then kids can be successful and they can thrive where they might not. Yes. I think sometimes we just need to change our expectations. You know, they're going to learn and grow at their own pace and we can't expect that they're going to do everything right away. Yeah, for sure. You just need to just take your time. It's fine. It's fine if they're not doing what everyone else is doing on the same timeline. Totally fine. Right. We all learn and grow at our own pace. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes. So, oh, is there a fee associated with Darby's dancers or is it free or how does that work? Um, we have the families of Darby's dancers pay $12 a month and that goes to support the national organization. So dance arts Academy isn't, um, charging a fee per se for that, but that's how we support the national organization. Um, We do some fundraising for Darby's dancers. We um, have a tradition of doing a pass the hat when they perform at our recitals. And it's pretty cool because the audience member is pretty much throwing money at us (laughs) when the kids perform. And so that's pretty much our main fundraiser now. And that supports all of the costs involved um, for the class. So um, our Darby's dancers families don't have to buy shoes. They don't have to buy, buy dance wear. They don't have to buy their costumes. We're able to cover all of those costs with the fundraising efforts that we do, which is, you know, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Cause I know a lot of families with kids with special needs, like there is a lot of costs involved. So Yes. Um, Yeah. So that's one way that we can support the families that it's like your kid, you know, we want them to be involved and be able to participate, but we don't want it to be a burden on you. Yeah. Um, And so this is just our way to, to help with that, to relieve the stress of, you know, any financial commitment. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to say about Darby's dancers or Miss Amazing that we didn't cover? I don't think so. I think we did it pretty good overview of, of yeah. those things. Um, I'm a, yeah. Cool. I just didn't want to miss anything. So, um, and then you're on Instagram. Where can people find you on there? You mentioned your websites and Facebook. Yeah. So our studio Instagram is dance arts family. So that's for dance arts Academy. And then there is a miss amazing Instagram that's Idaho miss amazing Inc. So you can find us there. And then of course we have Facebook pages for everything too. There is a Darby's Dancers of Meridian, um, Darby's Dancers Facebook page. So yeah, you can follow us there too and see what we're doing. Cool. And we'll put all the links in the show notes so people can easily find you. Great. And our last question is, what do you do for fun? Who has time for that? Right. Well, I mean, no one has time. Fun doing all of these, you know, activities and community projects and everything. But when I am ready to just like chill out and have my own time, I like to go to the movies. Um, I have a movie like membership at one of the theaters locally. And so that's, you know, that's kind of my thing to go and just I go by myself a lot of times and just go watch a movie to have my own time to like turn everything off. And, um, I also like to travel when I have time. Um, I've been talking to my husband about trying to sneak in a trip coming up this fall to, to do a little getaway. So yeah, that's that's probably the things that I would say that are my fun things. That's awesome. I would say that we should be friends, but we are friends. <laughs> I love, so 
I love going to the movies by myself. And my mom yeah. like thinks I am so weird. And so yeah, it took me a long time because I used to think it was weird too. But yeah. once I did it, I'm like, what's the difference of going to the theater by yourself and watching a movie on the couch by yourself? Like, yeah, I got to have better popcorn there. Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't have to share it with anybody. And no one's like trying to talk to you. Like, right. that's the best part. When you go alone, you don't have to like entertain or talk to whoever you got with you. You can just chill right. and watch the movie. I mean, of course, I'm still open to going to the movies with people and with friends. Yeah. So like, if you want to go to the movies with me, I'm totally open to that. But it's not uncommon if I have a Thursday afternoon open, I can just go to a 1230 movie and, you know, get it in, have some me time before my kids come home from school. Yes. I, oh my gosh, I love this. Um, I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I think we should start a revolution for going to movies by yourself. Yes. I don't know. Maybe make a club. I keep the theaters in business because they keep saying that, you know, we're going to lose all of our theaters. Oh, yeah. I don't want that to happen. I love it. I'm here okay. for movies. I, <laughs> yes. I'm about to go to a movie by myself because no one will go with me. And I'm like, I want to go see it. So I'm going to go. But you anyway, should. yeah. Well, Dottie, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time and telling us about all these amazing community um events that we can do that we can get involved with yeah thank you everybody should get involved in something yeah exactly so thank you thank you for listening to this episode we hope the discussion on neurodiversity has provided you with support understanding and inspiration if you found our podcast valuable please share it with others who may benefit from our insights and leave us a rating and review on apple Podcasts. hit the follow button and let's keep exploring the fascinating world of neurodiversity Click the link in our show notes to visit our website for a free download of three tips for a stronger relationship with your child.